Good morning to our listeners of the Kathleen and Peter podcast brought to you from Kitchener and Woodstock in Ontario, which is in Canada, and that's the frozen north for many of you listeners below the line. However, our podcast is also known as Beauty and the Beast, because if you watch it on our YouTube channel, that will be obvious to you. So, hi, Kathleen. How are you this morning? Good morning, Peter. I'm great. How are you? No, I'm good, thank you. I'm I'm good, and I, but I'm mystified. What we're going to talk about this morning is the the panic reaction to the coronavirus. Virus. I don't want to hammer this one, but um, it, it, to me, it's a real case of the reality is going to be nowhere near as bad as the fear and the perception and the side effects of of the panic. What do you think? It's in my way of thinking, Peter. It's hysteria. I. <laughs> I, I think people need to be cautious and take precautions and wash their hands exactly what people should be doing anyways. Um, and stay home if you feel ill. It's to, to avoid the spread of any flu bug. Um, but the amount of hysteria that we're seeing generated by mainstream media right now is just, it's, it's epic proportion. It really is. I can't believe what is happening to the world right now. Um, is it a serious illness? I, I, I'm not doubting that people are ill as a result of this, but when you put it into perspective and compare it to other illnesses out there, as, as the flu, the common cold, uh, the, you know, when you, when you put the statistics side by side and you think what has caused this to go so out of whack, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exact. What are your thoughts about it, Peter? I got two thoughts. I think the media have run out of things to hammer Donald Trump with, which in North America has been the most, one of the most, whether you like him or hate him, doesn't matter. He's been such a, a great topic for the media and, and they've sort of exhausted that one. So now coronavirus has come along. It's an unknown. They can really get some mileage out of this one and it's affecting people all over the world. I think that's one thing. I think the second thing though is, is the Western world has become too safe in the last generation or two. You know, my generation were born of parents who experienced the Second World War, either by fighting in it or by being young adults when it was going on. Um, since then, we haven't really had a worldwide calamity, except perhaps the Cold War when I was uh, in my late teens, early early adulthood. We've had localized things like Vietnam affected Americans, and we've had a few others, but nothing really localized. This is, to me, this is the first potentially huge worldwide crisis and I think that's why so many people are getting so alarmed because two or three generations haven't experienced a worldwide threat until now I don't know just a thought it's an interesting perspective and and yes with your comment about Trump I think they've uh they're going to find some way to blame him on <laughs> blame this on oh, him. Oh, they already are. <laughs> they already are. But, you know, something, there's always um, some lightness in calamity or, or a few clouds on the, a few, sorry, a few silver linings to, to clouds. So one of the good things to me that's coming out of this is it's the best possible thing that could have happened for African wildlife, particularly elephants and rhinos, because China has now banned the import of animal products. So it's removed the incentive for these poachers who've been butchering almost to extinction rhinos and rhinoceroses and elephants in Africa. So that's that's one good point. Um, people say, what's, what's it going to do when it hits Africa? 
there's evidence that it doesn't spread as rapidly in hot, dry climates. And the Spanish flu did this. It was bad in the first winter in North America then and in Europe. Then it died down in the summer. Then it came back and the second wave was worse than the first. I'm not hoping that that would happen. It just says that Africa might actually be spared. And then, of course, we're running out of time. But the humor that's coming out of this and, and the... The things people are worrying about. Did you know in Czechoslovakia on Twitter this morning, one of my contacts said in Czechoslovakia, they've ordered all the pubs have to be closed at eight o'clock at night. I mean, that is serious stuff, isn't it? Oh, my word. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> and then, then I saw a butte on, on Facebook. Um, somebody put a picture of a bottle of Tabasco sauce and says, this is how to stop the spread of the virus. Because if you dip your finger in the Tabasco sauce, it'll stop you poking it in your eyes, nose, mouth, or any other orifice. <laughs> You'll stop the spread of disease. Well, I read somewhere that the virus doesn't, uh, can't survive above 26 degrees Celsius. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So that's why in your reference to the heat, yep. I think there's, I think there's, um, th there's some truth in that. And I, I don't know all the statistics about how it survives and what it can survive on, but um, that is one of the things they did mention in this article that I was reading. So Interesting. So we've had our bit of fun this morning and, and um, poked a finger, if you like, at the, the bear of the coronavirus. Before we go, Kathleen, let's, let's uh, pass on some serious and useful information to our listeners because they always like it when we point them in directions that are going to help them. You and I did a, a podcast recently, an interview for your Kerry Tech Solutions um, channel, and we were talking about innovation. So, just give us a plug for innovation and Keritech. What should people do? How can they go and watch your video? Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Peter. Yes, we are. Uh, we will broadcast this post on LinkedIn and Facebook and the YouTube channel. And I think you will as well, Peter. And Keritech uh, is all about innovating. It's helping companies grow by providing uh, companies with outsourced IT support. So if they have projects on the go or need people that uh, to fill certain roles in tech, uh, they should give us a call. Great. Good, Kathleen. So I hope everyone picked that up. If you're looking to outsource some tech talent, get hold of Kathleen at Kerry Tech Solutions. There's a link from this podcast. There's a link from my blog and there's a link on our YouTube channel. So until next week, thanks for listening and watching. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.